0: This is Courtney. This is Kimberly. You are listening to the show within the show, living on the L edge. Come live with us.
1: We're talking about the road to recovery and sobriety and how to vibe and maintain a happy and healthy lifestyle.
0: Welcome to the Silver Vibes podcast, and this is Living on the L-Edge. You're listening to episode 166. If you are new here and you're like, what in the hell is Living on the L-Edge? L-O-T, L-O-T-E. L-O-T-E. It is the show within the show that my sister and I do. We usually like to do every third episode if we fall in line on that. So if you're new here, welcome. We highly recommend you go back to listen from the get to understand us more and why we sometimes are pick people.
1: <laughs> Yo, sometimes it just is like that. Whatever. Yeah, right. Kim, welcome. Welcome. Thank
0: you, Courtney. When happy was, to be here. Happy to be here. When was it? What? There was one episode where you're like, oh, because I called you sister Kim and you're like... <laughs>
1: Like I'm a fucking sister wife made me sound like a Mormon. No, no shade to the Mormons.
0: So what's been going on, sister? It is we're now in 2024. The last time we talked, we closed out. We closed out the year with a little recap in 2023. How you feeling so far in 2020? I feel like I'm in the
1: twilight zone. <laughs> you guys are in Detroit, Michigan. We're in the middle of a polar vortex, as the whole country is. So. We've been cooped up for a week and I have only left the house to go to work. Courtney has left to go to the gym mm-hmm. and it's cold out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. So, 2024, happy to be here, like a new year. But it's, if I can be honest, it hasn't started off strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, for you, it has not started off strong. Absolutely. You guys, my insomnia, like this shit is on full blast. It's crazy. It has been, I don't know what happened. I think the fallout of working from Thanksgiving to New Year's up until New Year's Eve and the nonprofit and the restaurant and go, 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 go. And then I sat my whole ass down for a minute and I think my body was having a trauma response and my insomnia kicked in. So last week, I think I slept six hours. And I don't know if anyone out there struggles with insomnia. My sister finally got a taste when she brought CJ home in those first four months, and she was like, "I, I, I feel for you because like when you don't have sleep, you seriously like feel like you're in an alternate universe.
0: Yeah, it's fucked up." That was five months to be exact.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so five months? Yeah, I mean it's it's nuts. So I've been having just a little around with my insomnia. So, oh, and I got to get a fucking root canal on the same tooth. I already got a root canal. So I'm mildly annoyed, but you know what? Fuck it. We're, we're handling it. And last night I actually got some sleep. So I feel like I'm coming off of this insomnia bender. So happy to be here back to the land of the living and I'm doing my best.
0: Mm -hmm. You're doing your best. You're taking care of business. TCB. The start of your 2024 was wah, wah, wah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I hate to be a buzzkill, but like I said, if I could be honest, it's not all fucking rainbows and butterflies out here all the time. This is life. So, and since (laughs) for all those years of residing on Pig Mountain, I probably broke some things in my brain. And this is like at three in the morning, my body says it's go time because that was really my hour to shine. So it's just retraining my body after years and years of abuse. But also when I was a kid, I didn't sleep well. I've always had this fucking problem. Yeah. But if anybody wants to give me a shout out on any like, like I'm talking like true insomniacs because of people who don't sleep and they don't understand it, it's like, well, why don't you just uh these fucks, why don't you just put on a have you gotten a sound machine? I'm like, what that is not, yeah, sure. I tried the sound machine. I tried guided meditation. I tried fucking taking like six melatonins one night and that didn't even put my ass down. I am like a wild rhinoceros. It takes a lot. And then I can't do any of those sleep medications because they're like habit forming. And the one time I took an Ambien, I woke up with peanut butter in my hair. I was eating in my sleep and I can't afford eating calories when I'm not sleeping. I already have have to watch what I eat anyway. So like, we're not doing that. And so if any true insomniacs out there, holler at your girl, let's talk about it. And I'm open to suggestions.
0: Yeah. That Ambien, there was, there was a person I worked for and she had shown me a video cause she used to take Ambien and she had shown me a video of her doing like uh uh like a massage on her face like with a wand like a massager on her face in the middle of the night and she fucking had no clue
1: and she showed
0: me the next day
1: well at least she was doing something positive i woke up with peanut butter everywhere courtney this my i thought i shit the bed i know to be honest i'm sure but like that's that. like
0: those sleeping medications, like for that with the ambient, I've I'm sure it works for some people, right? Some things work How? for some people. Some that things work crazy. for I know, but some things work for some people, other things do not. But I have heard more when I weren't in the pain clinic and like the patients would be like, dude, that fucked me up. I mean, they wouldn't say it like that, but you know, but when this woman, my boss showed me that, I was laughing so hard because Oh my God, what else did you do? Like, you weren't even in your right mind. That's what I'm saying. You don't even remember fucking eating peanut butter. She didn't remember giving herself a fucking facial at 3 a.m.
1: Recording it
0: it on her camera.
1: I thought it was the beginning of the end for me. Like, when I tell Mm -hmm. you, I thought I shit in the bed. I'm not kidding. That was horrifying.
0: Could you imagine if you had, like, the callsies at 3 a.m. on some Ambien or, like, the texties? (laughs)
1: No, cause, and I can't even imagine, dude. Because I've had the texties on some benders and some callsies, and those were, I don't even. There's times where people are like, "Do you like?" And I'm like, "Nope, we're not." I don't want to know. I don't want to nothing. I think on one of these podcasts, I divulge my. Brilliant idea on a Facebook message one night to just post to the world. And that was the last time I ever did that. That was fucking nuts. So, no, I can't imagine a case of the callsies on a fucking ambient. Give me a break. That would be nuts. Well,
0: and then here's on the flip side of that you get to a place with your insomnia where it's just a part of you. And right. And it's something that you like, maybe you were just now at this point, just a night person
1: since I'm a kid, like I've embraced it. I get it. I wish everyone else would like at some point get on board, which I pretty much think that they have. Except when fucking dad starts blowing up my phone at 8am and I want to drop kick him. Like if he were in front of me, but other than that, pretty much everyone knows. And I have the most unconventional sleep pattern. It's always bothered like boyfriends of mine. They're like, why don't you just come to bed? I'm like, what? What? And do what? Stare at the wall while you're snoring in my ear? Absolutely not. Leave me alone. Like, it's just that, like, night versus day. People in the day who get up just think they're so much better than people who are up at night and work nights. I've gotten a lot of shade over the years for it.
0: I know, but uh, well, yeah, you have. You have. But I mean, it's that's the whole thing. I mean, people work nights and then they're on that night schedule, and that's. What they like and there's just some people who like the fucking the dark of the night
1: <laughs> I love it it's my favorite time no one fucks with you nobody really calls you or bothers you and you have the whole world at your fingertips I mean yeah do. I do my best walks at night with Drexel we go out there and on those streets probably not the safest but I'm in a gated community now people it's okay Moving on
0: up. But CJ did want to call you this morning at like 830. I said, no, buddy, it's too early for TT.
1: But I called you guys at like nine. What time did I call you this morning? I was up and at him. You were.
0: But I still have, I have to tell him that that's too early
1: for TT. Yeah, we got to get him. We need to teach him young what what's up with this TT because, you know, and then when my body goes down, like sometimes in the day, like I'll have to, because I work at night and if I didn't get good sleep, I mean, I've been known to take a little snooze from 12 to one. If my body wants to go down and sleep, I don't care. Time actually means nothing to me. It's, it it doesn't like, if, I, if my body wants to go to sleep, I'm like, oh God, I better, I, if it's telling me, like, I just go for it. I don't care what time it is. Yeah, exactly. What I do be- have a funny story real quick. Real is quick. It, is it going to be about,
0: is the stories from the streets?
1: No, but we can hit one of those at the end of this podcast. The other day with my insomnia, I oh. fell asleep at like four just to take a little nap. And then I woke up, I think it was on Sunday. I woke up at eight o'clock and I thought it was eight in the morning because my sleep so f- was fucked up. So I wasn't really, I was like, oh good. I got a whole night's rest. Like, I just slept for 14 hours. I feel great. So like the first thing I did, because I didn't have coffee in the house, I fucking ordered Dunkin' Donuts. And I ordered coffee and I got a bagel with cream cheese and I got an orange juice. So then the Uber says that he's here. And I'm like, why is it so fucking dark out? This storm is outrageous. It was the nighttime. It was not morning. Like, when we were supposed you? to record that day. I almost texted you and was like, hey, if you want to record earlier, you would have thought I was nuts. And then I was like, oh, it's nighttime. I just ordered breakfast at night.
0: When have you become a, an orange juice connoisseur? You were talking about orange juice this morning.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's good. <laughs> and it's cold season. I because here in Dearborn, everyone does fresh squeezed orange juice, dude, and it's delightful. I don't fog drop canner or any of that shit from the store. You got to get the fresh squeeze, like the euros do. Like it is the bomb. So oh, I'm sure. I really like guzzling it down. It's expensive, but it's worth every sip.
0: Yeah, I just you've just been talking about orange juice a lot lately. This last week, <laughs> I didn't know when this tasty treat made a comeback in your life. Like, the other day when you were talking about football, I'm like, dude, when did you get a football dick?
1: <laughs> I did. Only because it's U of M football, and I love Jim Harbaugh, and I just, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, My it's, sister it's was, a, like, going into stats on the coach. I'm like, what is going on? I did. I sounded like a dude, but inspirational. The coach I love. So, I, I love a good story. So, it inspired me and that's like my ADD like I hyper fixate on it so I really like that week really honed in on my football <laughs> Neuro- neurodivergent stuff sister
0: Oh, man. So <laughs> this is, before we get into the episode today and what we came here to talk about besides juice, football, and kids' insomnia, this is <laughs> this last episode of season four. I just want to say this so at the end we... I just want to say this now. I want to thank everybody who listened to season four. It was a great, great, great season. We consistently put out an episode since I, since January, I believe. So we we really did it. We really did this, and and pretty proud of how season four panned out. And I just want to say thank you all to everyone who was supportive of getting my first published book. So thank you for supporting me and thank you for supporting the sponsors for the whole year. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap. We really appreciate it. And we are just so grateful for all of the DMs. We got a lovely DM from a dude the other day, Kim don't say any mm-hmm. names, but it I was know. so I was so nice. And like I messaged him back. I'm like, Well, I'm glad our humor is received because in 2024, you don't you gotta be you, you gotta watch your words sometimes. So that's always I'm
1: not watching shit. <laughs> like excuse us. I would this is like full transparency, and we're not like terrible people. So if it's not for if it's not for certain people, that's okay. We're not disrespectful. We're not asshole. Well, we are assholes, but we're not, we love everybody, all walks of life. So like this does so politically correct, where even in like a sobriety community, you can't say su- certain things like, fuck that. You're more responsible than me. I'm a little more reckless with my mouth, but I'm unapologetically, we're talking the talk, man. And I feel like that's why we translate with our fellow animal listeners.
0: Right. I know, but you just never know nowadays who could come along and listen to this and fucking you just you just never know and that's where to be honest, that's where sometimes talking a lot and expressing your way of what has worked for you and your story, you just don't know how it's going to land. So that man's message was very nice because again, I'm I'm glad that we are received well. Not only because our our listeners are majority of women, but I love these men who are sliding in here because there's been a couple who who listen and love the show and they can they can relate to us and find us funny. <laughs> yeah, welcome, dudes. Welcome to the L.O.T.E. Sisters. L.O.T.E. Welcome. And if you guys are into football, anyone into football, slide into Kim's DMs and start. No, I don't
1: want to, I'm over, but the season has ended U of M won the national champions and Harbaugh is probably not going to be the coach anymore. So we're done. That was oh. last week.
0: Yeah, okay. We're, we are, oh, we, we, we're oh, done with that. So
1: yeah, we're, do- we're done. We're done. If you want to talk basketball though, I'm here all day.
0: Right. All right. So thank you so much for listening. And we really appreciate you. And we will be back for season five. I don't know when we are going to be back, but we will be back. I don't want to say a day because to be honest, I'm taking this time of to have a little break and to just shut the fuck up for a while and continue to work on my healing path as I have explained in this the last time you and I talked. So because I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, You're doing it. I'm doing it but with that before again before we get into this conversation we have the opportunity my sister and I to shoot again for another trip to travel with my sister and I it's a group travel i need you if you are interested and even if you filled out the survey like a year and a half ago cuz if remember we were we were trying to go for a trip on Maine and you had to have a minimum amount of people and we did not make that But we are going to try it again. The travel company Travel Trip wants to try for another one. I am all for it. So the link, if you want to travel with my sister and I, you have to fill out the survey. That way we can collect the information of where you want to go, what time of year, how much money you're willing to spend, all of that. And it should not take you it, this this survey should take about five minutes. So the link is in the show notes. Please fill it out as soon as possible because we hope to have a trip planned in like February. And of course, I will share that on my email list and on social medias once it's announced. All right. So fill out the link in the show notes below. Sister, what are we going
1: to talk about today? We're going to talk about the self-awareness and sometimes how it's fucking exhausting.
0: Right. So then that goes back to my whole thing of being very self-aware of what we say.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I get it. I'm not going to get us canceled. Don't worry, sister. I don't
0: don't think we would get canceled. It's just the fact of just because I've been in this, quote unquote, let's just say, been in the game for a long time. It takes one fucking person to write, I mean, a shitty fucking review. It takes one person just, it it just takes that one person and yeah, fuck them at some point, but it's just, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't, it's exhausting.
1: I get it hey, I get it. I've seen your trolls that you've sent me privately, and yeah, we don't and, engage with the haters.
0: No, and like, I would love to. This last one, I got on an email that this person told me to fuck off. It's like, motherfucker, you so, you opted into this.
1: That's right. Tell him, sister. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. Get him.
0: <laughs> I know, but it's just like, that's what I want to just say to Pete. It's like, you opted into this. You opted into get whatever freebie I had going on and like you're here and that is your response like suck a dick uh, so the the self-awareness yes how the self-awareness sometimes gets too fucking much
1: Yeah, it sure does, man. Like, I am constantly testing my own boundaries and self awareness and making sure I approach situations correctly with emotional intelligence and not allowing old toxic ways to come out. And I'm always like, on here, I speak very freely, but like out in those streets when you're engaging in real life and the real world, it is tough to be a civilized human being sometimes. Like, Jesus Christ. And then it's like, You watch people just be toxic assholes. And sometimes like the Libra in me, like the balance of it drives me fucking nuts because it's like you sometimes just want to fight fire with fire, but you can't do that. It's not good for yourself. So it's like being self-aware. And from the time as addicts, we all know, like from the time you wake up, that fucking brain starts thinking till the time. For me, whenever the hell I go to sleep, it just, you constantly are thinking like, okay, did I portray myself in the best version of myself that I could today? Did I show up for myself? Did I show up for the people I love? Did I represent myself professionally at work in some situations? You just, it's just, it's exhausting. So you're always just thinking, 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 and it gets a little tiring sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's why the art of disassociation, when we say like, my sister and I, I think we just have a safe word where it's, like, we'll send, like, the, like, okay, for instance, if we're, like, both, like, on our period, it's, like, day one, we send that red face, like, devil emoji, and that means don't talk to me, because I am busy d- doing nothing and disassociating, and, or we'll just write either that, like, angry double face, or just we say housewives, because... That means we're like into our show and watching housewives and just like taking a little mind time out for a minute. That means do not disturb. Leave Mm -hmm. me alone. I -hmm. love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And Courtney and I have done a real good job. It's just one emoji people and one word like and we just I know that's her having to like shut it off and doesn't have the emotional capacity to even get on the phone and stare at each other on FaceTime like we so often do.
0: Well yeah, because it's a lot like I mean I really do think that a lot of people who are have had problems with drugs and alcohol were very empathic people. Yeah, and very sensitive people. And so after some time all the talking and that's why I believe in taking breaks and that's why I take breaks with this podcast. Some other podcasters can go forever. That is not my style, nor do I want to. So there's 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 power in a break. There's power in a pause. And that is too with your life of just like the healthy disassociation, which we have said disassociation a lot. But there is power in that of just, like, not going on social media, not responding for text messages for a day, like, not even looking at emails, right? Like, not even talking to your best friend or your, your parents for a day and just, like, leave me the fuck alone, especially in this road because there is – you have to – especially those first couple of years, you really have to prove to yourself – and then you have to prove to others. And there is a proving to others when you get sober or you get clean. Because you have to, you have to show a different part of you. You you have to show the sober clean you, right? Because you did fuck up in those days of people not taking not taking your word serious. So when you try to get back into the graces of other people, you have hurt because of your addicted self. Um, that's a lot of self-awareness. It is. So you, you get to a point where then you hit a wall. And I hit a wall my my five-year and my five-year for sure. Um, and it's just normal just to, it's normal. It's normal. And it's a part of you, especially too with the sensitive side the empathetic side it's normal just to be like fuck it I'm not saying fuck it to go drink or use but just say fuck it to disassociate even if you need a couple days but you at least have to say that to a person who you're close with if they if they're used to talking to you every day or whatnot because like even when Kim went off last week I was like what is going on with you she did she was checking in as checking in because people are used to your actions every day and how you move and patterns. All that. Yeah, your patterns. So, but there just is a point in in the process of sobriety where the self awareness there's a dance you do, and the self awareness gets exhausting sometimes.
1: Yeah, it is exhausting. And then like, we're extreme people. So it's like, when you show up, you really want to show up. And then it's like, you're just like, over exerting yourself. And maybe sometimes it's like making up for lost time or like, over explaining and trying to like, let people know you're doing good. And like, my thing with that, it's like, you don't, I don't like the word prove, like you don't need to prove anything to anyone. But if you want relationships with people, you do have to show up and be accountable and like do what you say you're going to do because people aren't used to that version of accountability from you. So you just it's a different way of being and you're just not used to it because you're so used to fucking living like a pig person for so many years.
0: Yeah. So let me take back proof because I agree with you on that road. It's owning and Uh showing, right? And being accountable to your word. If you go into the book, read the book, The Four Agreements, being impeccable with your word. So actually saying what you're going to fucking do. And for a lot of us, that is really hard to do in the period of getting sober because nobody quits drinking alcohol that one time. And they're like, I'm sober. It is a process. There is a process to getting to the point of where you are alcohol-free and go on a consistent thing. But then, too, in that process, you do have to then realize, like, oh, okay, I'm still saying I'm going to do this, and I'm not doing it. I'm not owning up to my word, right, on other things. So showing and owning. Show and own. Right, and being impeccable with your word.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, and it's a practice, but yeah, but the self-awareness, again,
1: that is why What part of it exhausts you? Like, what goes through your head that makes you like, just like, God bless America, why? It's always something.
0: Of my self-awareness?
1: Yeah, like what tires you out?
0: hmm mm. good one, sister. I mean, I think this, that what currently tires me out is that little dictator. He, he tired me out today by 8 30 AM in the morning for all those ones who have toddlers. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) just one of those days. I I don't know if it's actually something, but it's a feeling, right? Like today I have that feeling because I had to take an awareness of how I was being as how I reacted as a mother and so then that feeling comes in me where it's just like, I feel exhausted already, right? But I uh-huh. knew then that we were recording this, so I needed to fucking de- <laughs> re-regulate my system. <laughs> and I sat there and watched part two of the Southern Charm reunion and was like, okay, I can, I'm feeling better. I'm going to go and do this because I said this is what I was going to do. It would have been real easy for me just to text you and be like, no, nah, fuck it. Let's do this another day. But I'm like, Nope. I'm working on this to do this. So I don't know. It's really hard for me to answer that now as a mom compared to when I was. And I think at the point before I was a mother, the self-awareness, what exhausted me about it.
1: God, I don't know. Do you have an answer for this? For the question I asked you? No, yeah. dickhead. I asked you the question. I know. But let's
0: say I ask you the question now. So do you have an answer? Like what exhausts you about it?
1: My my brain, like constantly thinking and making sure like I'm not out here wiling out and being like the best healed version of myself. And because this is all like still new territory to me, like, and it's, I had so many years of learned behavior from when I was like, a kid. I'm not even talking teenager, fucking 20s, 30s, like from when I was a kid, like how we were conditioned and conditioned to react. And it's just like, it's in your fucking DNA. So you like really have to like purge all of that and re rewiring and retraining your brain is exhausting because there's just like, it's like a knee-jerk reaction sometimes to just like react a certain way. So like to constantly be thinking and uh, surveying your surroundings and like realizing what kind of personalities I mean, this is how deep I go into it, realizing what kind of personalities I'm around and what kind of conflicts are going to happen to make sure like I uh, am in the mind frame to handle conflict, to handle stress to handle anxiety to handle fucking chaos because of my profession to handle so I'm not I don't fucking lose it and then I look like goddamn sociopath like is that that almost sounds like your protective brain coming out a little bit so I'm trying to rewire that too and not be so like fight or flighty like that kind of like trauma response but also like I'm not, like, surveying the situation, like, as as much as I used to, but I, like, I have to make sure, like, I'm the best version of myself, because it's real easy to fucking go back to just being a dick and getting slick with people, and that toxic side of me, because you know how my mouth was before? I would, like, right off the rip, like, I'm an animal, so... Yeah, it's just my brain like and before I wouldn't think that was like first instinct like that was and now I actually like I'm like, th- I think about things and probably because I never did in the past and I just did whatever the fuck I wanted. And I, there, I didn't care about it's not that I didn't care, but I wasn't in the right mindset to like think about how my version of myself would make other people feel. And I don't want to be that way. I, I don't ever want to be a person who walks in the room and they're like, oh, fuck, here she is. Like when you have that one coworker that you just can't stand their ass. And when they walk in the room, you're like, "Ugh, yeah. like, I got to deal with this dick lick today. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't ever want to be that person. And that is like being able to handle situations. And I always say loving, caring, empathetic manner to where I would want someone to deal with me. And so I really try to lead by example with that. And there are some times where a motherfucker deserves to get their ass lit up, but it's not my job. Like that's their own behavior and that's for them to figure out in life. I'm not here giving out fucking, letting somebody know what they should be doing. Like, I'm just going to worry about what I should be doing, but it's, I'm, it's like retraining a fucking baby, you know? So my answer is I exhaust myself by just like thinking sometimes yeah but does that too
0: also go down to the ADHD brain honestly yes it's a fucking nightmare i know i know but that's where there's so many there's so many avenues to this right like there's just so there's so much behind all of this it's yeah ridiculous. there's a lot
1: of psychology so like I shouldn't like hyperfixate on like certain situations as much as I do, but it's like literally the way my brain's wired. And then I have to realize that that part of my brain is kicking in. And then I have to like do some exercises to like snap myself out of it. So there's a lot happening. I mean, I really fucked myself up uh, over all those years. So it's just like, that's why I always say with healing and getting better, there is layers to this shit. Cause right when you think you have something, figured out another something pops up from like childhood or uh, trauma or fucking uh, past relationship, a part of you that wasn't healed or like, so you just kind of got to like go with the flow. And I always tell you, like, you got to give yourself grace and you are doing your fucking best. But I realized too, I need to tell myself that too. Cause like, I really am trying my best. I'm not perfect. Mistakes will be made, but I'm self-aware. And I'm trying and that's okay. all I got. That's all I can yeah. do It's like, I cannot be much more honest than that. And if there's a situation where I didn't show the best version of myself, I, if I need to make an apology, if I need to do whatever I need to do, if I need to apologize to myself and be like, okay, you handled that wrong. How about the next time you don't do that and handle it this way? It's what's a learning curve. So yeah, whatever. Well,
0: Hey, California Silver peeps. This product is for you. Discover a new way to unwind and elevate your mood without alcohol. Introducing Cycling Frog's THC and CBD seltzers. There are two seltzers, one that has 2% THC and with CBD in it as well, and then another one that has 5% THC in it, okay? This is a seltzer to an uplifting buzz without the booze. Enjoy the calming effects without compromising on the joy of a flavorful, refreshing beverage. These guilt-free seltzers are low in calories, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Each sip bursts with real fruit goodness, perfectly aligning with your wellness and California silver goals. Visit cyclingfrog.com or use the link in the show notes below and get 20% off your purchase in the month of January using code SOBER2024. Again, the link is in the show notes below and use code SOBER2024. Enjoy. I want to share with you today about a new product that I love. Sober Vibes and exact nature have a shared mission, helping you get sober and thrive. Exact Nature's healthy, all-natural CBD products can help. They're made for changes in mood, focus, cravings, and sleep that can be a part of getting sober. Founded by a father and son, both in addiction recovery, they know these challenges firsthand and have created a line of products to amplify the hope in your journey. Exact Nature offers oils, soft gels, gummies, and creams. Detox for cravings, Serenity for calm and focus, and Z's for better sleep. There are thousands of CBD products on the market, but only Exact Natures are made for those of us in recovery. I'm a big fan of the Serenity. For 20% off your order, use code SV20 for 20% off your order at exactnature.com. That is X A C T. N A T U R E dot com. The link will also be in the show notes below. You can use that code now and all year long. It's time to start feeling your best self, and you can learn more at exactnature.com. Again, the link is in the show notes. I strongly recommend CBD to help you along your sobriety and recovery journey. Exact Nature now offers free shipping on all orders. Number three. This is a good one. Yeah. Well, I do have to say like the self-awareness I have had. This will answer your question. Hello. Uh, The self-awareness that I have had in the past how old is CJ? Almost two and a half. So since the dictator's been born and <laughs> which I just recently opened up and shared with my sister and seeing this new therapist, I had found out that I had postpartum OCD, which I never even knew was a fucking thing. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I didn't know it was a thing or if I it was a thing and there was, I had such an awareness and Oh, with the postpartum OCD OCD it's a lot of um, intrusive thoughts okay I knew I had these thoughts and then seeing this starting to see this new therapist and when she explained it to me about how what are you laughing about Kim
1: we're, I don't know what. it's not funny I'm so sorry I'm laughing but just one of your intrusive thoughts that you told me the other day was like holy fuck me man
0: I know, but that's what I was, like, going through for, like, two years and not being able to share these thoughts. I had no fucking clue. (laughs) It's crazy. What what this therapist has told me, like, other women have thought. I was like, oh, my God. Anyways, so. And. Everyone is fine. The dictator is fine. No one's Everyone's in harm's, harm's way. But he, so when she explained this to him and explained the part of the brain of where it is the mom's protective brain coming out and that's where these intrusive thoughts. So now I have to do these exercises when these intrusive thoughts comes. So there is another level of now self-awareness. That I have to now like stop myself when these intrusive thoughts come in and say my little script for me. And she even said, if I want to name these intrusive thoughts, I was like, I don't, I don't, I'll probably forget. But like, there's just that awareness that it was there. And after a session, I told her this last session, I was like, I've really thought about this. And the more I've thought about this, I said, I'm not placing something in my brain that wasn't there. I was like, This has been going on for a solid two years. I go, there was no breaks. It just quieted down until of recent that it came back, right? So, but I think that's where it is good when you have an awareness because in situations like you were just talking about or or me or whoever, that you can acknowledge that there's you were... You are part, you could be part of the problem, and to check yourself whether you need to get help or not, or just to be like, I know what personalities I'm dealing with, like you were saying, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and that is the power of it. But to be exhausted by it, I think that's where you do have to find something that keeps your focus off of it. Like, right. That's why I love the Bravo universe because, (laughs) end of the day, Of watching stories. Like I still have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I was like, I'm going to save that till tonight. And I'm just going to focus on that tonight.
1: Yeah. It's like a little treat.
0: Right. Those stories for us have become a little treat. Whether that's like even too yesterday when I was working out, I had the moment where I'm like. I'm kind of starting to remember who the fuck I am. Right. You're a baddie. But that, but in, in that sense of remembering who you are, it's going back to, and I need to give myself some grace, but I also think of how we were conditioned and many people were conditioned in our generation of where it wasn't about them. Never.
1: <laughs> Never was, still isn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Continue. that you have to when you are going through a struggle and a time period of like my sister said you got to give yourself some more grace and not be so fucking hard on yourself or be expected to keep performing when you're like there's something not right here
1: Uh yeah (laughs) yeah I had to tell my boss last week, I couldn't fucking come in. I was like, bro, I am like hanging on by a thread. Like, and I knew if I went in, it would have just been chaos. Cause I would have said, fuck the world. And I was like, I think it's for the best that I don't come to work today. And I'm going to take the cut. And he's like, but you always work. And I said, I know, but like, I can't, I need to like sleep and lay down. Like, cause I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Like it's feeling very like reckless right now. So I'm going to stay inside, indoors, and just not deal with humans. But that was a
0: smart thing to do. And that's where I, I, that's smart to know that about yourself, right? Like where you have to listen to your your body and your mind of just like, or if you're even like, you know what, I need to rearrange my schedule. I am not going to do anything this weekend. Like, listen to that.
1: hmm Yeah like the nonprofit, profit like I told I told her I was like I am not coming back till February because it was such like a long stretch and I overexerted myself and for next holiday season I can't do that again because and it weighs on me emotionally because I'm like get so sad like by people's situations that it like it really did deplete me this year becoming more sensitive in my old age y'all fuck me you've always been sensitive I know. But like now it's like, I like actually like, like such like deep feeling. I'm like, oh my God. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Where you're just like, it's too much. So yes, I have always been sensitive. You were right. Just a little sensitive piece of shit. Yeah, so you know. self-awareness, y'all. Like it's when it's like, and not taking yourself so serious. Cause there is fun to be had. And like you don't it doesn't always have to be work, 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 work on yourself. Like sometimes you get burnt out on that shit. And that's kind of what we're talking about, like a little bit of burnt out. So like take a pause, find the joy in life, whatever you're into, like do that. And like I started collecting vinyl again and listened to a lot of music. And it doesn't always have to be guided meditation and self-improvement I mean self-improvement is great but like you just don't have to like drill it like again so hard where you're just like sick of yourself have a little fun yeah
0: right that's exactly I mean burnout is real I experienced burnout this past fall and leading probably until November and and it's fucking it's 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 real uh, yeah and it's not a good time and and you don't realize it when you don't realize it until you're to a point in it and you're like dude at like everything is so fucking exhausting yeah so I, saying saying good morning is exhausting
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> like, fuck Sometimes I just don't even. I, can't, I think I'm coming out of burnout too, and that's why that insomnia went so hard, like this last round, and I'm just burnt out. So just coming out of that, because even in recovery, you go into like fight or flight in like certain situations, whatever. Like, because like, and fuck, I don't give a fuck if you're in recovery or not or whatever. Like, life is hard. Life is great, but sometimes you go through seasons, and life is tough. So, but it's also awesome. So when you're feeling yourself getting a little burnt out and too much, just like take a pause because you're all, you're always going to be there with your like thoughts and there's always going to be issues. There's always going to be room for growth. And it just doesn't have to be like, don't have to make yourself miserable trying to like fix it all in like one shot. Like there's layers to this shit, man. So like, if you got to put a pause on something you're working on, like with yourself or past trauma or whatever, that's okay, dude. Take a pause because it gets overwhelming. It's like a lot of feelings that you haven't felt in years because you were fucking numbing them out with drugs or alcohol or whatever the fuck it is that you were into. So it's okay just to chill for a second. That's what I'm doing, guys. I am chilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Straight, straight vibes over here. <laughs> chill vibes during the polar vortex.
0: <laughs> oh, the polar bear attacks! Well, at least the sun's coming out today. But yeah, so I agree on that. And the thing with if you are experiencing burnout, you gotta look at your life and be like, what is working, what is not, because even sometimes with that burnout, if you're pushing for something so hard, that could actually be the problem that is is causing a lot of burnout if you're holding on to something a little too tightly. Yeah,
1: loosen the grip.
0: Loosen the grip and just see where the wind takes you and start taking care of yourself again. That's what I've been doing, yeah. so I will practice right. what I preach on that. And again, that is why I believe in the power of pause in these in the breaks of the podcast because you talking a lot, like as I said before, talking and putting it out energetically, like this, it can. It's not exhausting in a bad way, but it's just there's a lot of energy into it and producing these episodes and talking with other guests and listening to what they have to say and producing solo episodes. So there's just a lot of work that goes into podcasting.
1: Yeah. I get it. I get Do it, bro.
0: You, what what stories from the streets did you have this week?
1: Oh, like what what was happening out there in them streets? No, just like from anything.
0: Did we ever share? I think we did share about your studio 54 days. Like
1: <laughs> we did. Oh, I here's here's a good one. So the service industry is fucking wild, right? It is wild. My sister had the joy of coming out to Denver and she was uh sober on her last trip out, but she got to meet this fine gentleman who i was having a little office romance with
0: oh my god
1: God, i was like where's the story going oh my god and i loved him i didn't love him but he was fun but we were both so bad for each other because he was in the middle of his own bullshit and
0: he had like 20 children he had a lot of kids didn't he no he had two oh i thought there was had, more
1: yeah just two and <laughs> So whatever, we would hang out. He loved tequila and cocaine as much as I did at the time. And he, we were bad for each other at the time. He was my boss. I was working in a restaurant and one Sunday during brunch, I just kind of got ahead of us and we took brunch and started partying and then went into dinner service, continuing partying. And then we closed the restaurant and our restaurant had cameras everywhere and, <laughs> but for some reason in our brains on this fucking bender particular day, we weren't paying any attention to that. So whatever, we're running wild in the restaurant. Like it's a goddamn McDonald's playscape for adults and having the best time while well, whatever happened happened. So the next day I'm extremely hungover and have to go into work And I walk into work and this piece of shit is just like sitting there and like gives me the eyes. Like he's just riddled with anxiety. And I was like, what is wrong with you? And he's like my boss at the time, the GM. And he's like, he wants to talk to you over there. And we had gotten a new chef who flew in from Hawaii from the Four Seasons. And so I go in the back room and they're both sitting there. Well, it was kind of like a little bit of a corporate structure, but not really but when you're getting like written up and talking to a witness needs to be had. So I go in the back and sit down and my boss is like, just looks at me and he kind of gave me free reign because I made them a lot of fucking money. It's like how you were at your last bar when at the end of using, like everyone knew like you were an animal and knew I was an animal, but like the rules did not apply because of how good we were at our jobs and how much money we made them. Same thing with this spot I was at. Like I, it was lawless. So So many shenanigans, but this one really pissed him off. And he wanted to let me know that he saw the drug use on camera. And I was like, oof. And then wanted to let me know that he also had to get rid of the footage because of um, all the sex that was happening on camera in the middle of the restaurant. (laughs) And I have never been so embarrassed. I was like, oh, like okay. And he's like, so I need you to sign this. And I was like, what am I signing? Okay. Like I'm getting written up. And I was like, so I'm like not fired. And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, can I have my tape? And he was like too soon. Kimberly keep it moving and go get to fucking work. But I really wanted that tape. Cause I bet it was amazing. Whatever. Happened. Did he get fired? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. huh. I never got fired from that job. I don't know how. I don't know. There's so many jobs. I don't know how. But yeah, I did not. But he was not impressed. And he was like, but that was like one moment where I was like, actually like ashamed of my behavior. I was like, I am so sorry. Like, I'll lock it up. And then I was like on my best behavior for like two weeks. And then I just was an animal again. Like, no problem. No problem. It was fun. You guys wasn't all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wasn't all terrible. Oh, that one popped in my head the other day. I don't know why I thought of that. But yeah, because then I think about like, the place that I work at now, and I just would never behave like that. Just no. never. No. The behavior just would not happen. It would like kill me, like riddle me with anxiety where I would just want to go crawl in a hole and die. And like, I wasn't even that I just kind of took my bare ass spanking from my boss and just like kept it moving. Didn't even, he couldn't looked me in the eyes for like a week and then everything was fine. But I was right,
0: fine. because he probably watched that tape. But yeah, when I went back to bartending at the same spot, I like, oh my God, I couldn't. There was a couple times where I would have like legit like. Flashbacks. Yeah, that moment of like, oh my God, I cannot believe that I used to do this here. And also then like, I mean, when I went back and was sober, I was like. I, I didn't use this as a power trip, but it was like, it, it really was like, nope, you're cut off. You've had too much. Like I, I was concerned for people. And then in my active drinking days, I was like, didn't give a fuck. Cause I was hammered with them. But like the, the sober doing that shit sober, you're like, no, 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 you've had too much.
1: Yeah. Like you're like concerned. Like I'm still like to, if I know like you're Ubering and stuff, I probably like whatever but now I like keep it like an active eye like a watch on people whereas before like I didn't give a shit like and some customers like definitely from sitting up at my bar in the past like 20 years ago those like younger days they definitely like like marriages were ruined because they'd probably go home and weren't allowed to be drinking and just go home and just be a pig person like Lose their minds.
0: That's so funny because I have a friend who she was telling me that she lives out in Colorado and that there's a place near their house where she was like, I don't know what is in this. She was like, But this is the type of place where you leave. She goes, And me, my husband always had a fight after this. She was like, It's like almost PTSD because we would get so drunk. Okay. And it made me laugh because I was like, Oh, That used to be the place I worked with. Like we were, we were that place. Right. But it is, it's, it's crazy though about that. Like how those Mm -hmm. places exist, but it's mainly because of the pig people behind the bar getting you fucked up,
1: fucked up, you know, not seriously (laughs) fucked up. Like I've had grown men pass out at my bar and just like, like, it's been a wild like, oops, sorry, you had too much. And just like me not even giving a shit because I was right there with them, getting the party started.
0: Yeah, right there with them, getting the party started and then being tipped like $100. Yeah.
1: To give them another shot. <laughs> not even just off their bill. Yes. Just like not, it was, yes. It was cash money.
0: I mean, I have watched girl men like pee at the bar. Yeah. Thinking that it was the, and uh, thinking that it was the toilet. These, these bartender stories uh, are real. Like it is, it is insanity when you see it from that set of eyes.
1: Oh, the good old days. I mean, shit was wild. It really was like a different universe, but yeah, I can't yeah. work in those places anymore. Too no, no, not at all. That's why I
0: never, like, I could not do nights. I couldn't be back on the night shift of that. So, well, this is, this is something, my sister has a sex tape.
1: I do, guys, and I want it. I got, I got moves. That probably was so hideous because of how fucked up I was.
0: Well, that boss was probably traumatized. The one I banged? Not the one you banged the owner of the place and was probably like, what is happening here? Yeah. Because again, when you have fucked up individuals working for you, like honestly, and this is like going back to the place the second time. And that's why I always gave my flowers to my owner because it's like, I acknowledge the fact that he kept me there. I believe him keeping me there for the first time was also too, for him, like to help me Like, honestly, to help me. So, but if you are not a fucked up person, (laughs) whoever has substance abuse problem or ever had substance you don't understand it. So if this person was normal watching it, I shouldn't say normal, but didn't have an issue watching it, they were probably like, oh my, what is happening here? Like, they're doing cocaine. Probably, like, I would like pay you to see this video at this
1: point (laughs) You're like cocaine everywhere. I used to fucking like rip lines off of the fucking bar, like just selling it, doing it, fucking throwing it around. Like it's goddamn, like giving it out, like it's hotcakes. Like it was rowdy.
0: Right. So like the person watching this probably was like a little bit traumatized if there was some like, wh- what? And this is happening underneath me. And in my, in my, um in my building, like, all of that stuff. So not but- on
1: my watch. Yes, sir. <laughs> Most definitely on your watch. I can at that time. I cannot be tamed.
0: No, no,
1: you could not. So, but yeah, but I do still think about that little hot little number that I used to jam. He was a babe. <laughs> he was. I was proud of myself for pulling that one. <laughs> Oof. hot. Well, just taking a trip down memory lane, but he was a disaster, a pig person. The worst thing we were just like, it was like fucking matches and gasoline. Just it would set off. There were so many wild nights that I just, I can't even believe I'm alive. To be quite honest. Well, yeah. And then that's also too part
0: of this conversation of the self-awareness that you have on reflecting
1: back of like, Oof. yeah, that's what it does to me. I'm like, Oof. sometimes I'll get like a flash of a memory and I don't know, it's just popping up from like my subconscious. And I'm like, Oof, holy shit, that was insane.
0: Yeah, and that happens, but that happens a lot. I mean, that happened. And I think that's also something I wanna share with people. It's like, just because you quit drinking alcohol, it doesn't mean that that all went away. You will have flashbacks throughout the years. Shit hit me different at year 3 and the more you become sober and continue to live a life without drugs and alcohol, sober lit whatever, like you will start having flashbacks of your drinking days or remembering stuff. Yeah, and you just have to say you don't don't let it take you down a hole, but just say like god, I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be alive and here and not living that life anymore.
1: Yeah, totally. So,
0: well, on that note, sister, great talk.
1: Great talk and great season. Thanks for having me, sis. That was another fun, fun year. And I say it every time we wrap a season the best project I've ever engaged in. I fucking love it. And I look forward to. More after we do a little break and whatever's next to come for us, I leave it to the universe and open to anything. So it really is our greatest collab that we've ever done.
0: The great collab. Well, I love you, sister. I love you too. Yes. Again, this season has been awesome. Thank you, everyone who has listened, who has supported us, and just the messages. So keep them coming and and don't fuck your boss. (laughs)
1: <laughs> don't fuck your boss so keep it moving
0: oh my god on that note again to any of my uh our resources look at the show notes the links are all in the show notes below make sure too if you want to travel with the ellage sisters in 2024 fill out that link as soon as you listen to this so we can get more information on where you want to go what time of year all that jazz Okay, we are signing off on season four and we will be back sometime in 2024 for season five. Thank you all so very much. Stay healthy out there and keep on trucking.
1: Much love. Peace.